Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, September 21st, and this is your FT News Briefing. Financial markets are fixated on the Federal Reserve today. Goldman Sachs is building up a new business, and it's uncharacteristically boring. Plus, Uber's co-founder and former CEO Travis Kalanick is reinventing himself. But it's really hard to find out what he's doing. This has been very much under wraps since Kalanick took over that company, and that's clearly, clearly by design. The FT's Dave Lee did find out a lot, and he'll tell us later in the show. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Today, the U.S. Federal Reserve is set to raise its benchmark policy rate by three quarters of a percentage point for the third time in a row. That would bring the Fed's benchmark rate to above 3%. For a little context, it started the year at zero. That would be the most aggressive monetary tightening campaign since the early 1980s. Some economists have speculated the Fed will opt for a full percentage point increase. Markets have been bracing for this. Yesterday, leading U.S. stock indices all ended the trading day down about 1%. Goldman Sachs has been called a blood-sucking vampire squid. Yes, a blood-sucking vampire squid because it's known as a ferocious, aggressive investment bank. But now, this vampire squid is developing a new business that's kind of dull. So transaction banking is very much at the unsexy end of investment banking. Our European banking correspondent, Owen Walker, has been writing about Goldman's push into transaction banking services in the European Union. It just set up a team in Frankfurt. It's helping the treasury departments of companies basically carry out their day-to-day activities, you know, uh, helping with payments, helping with cash management. Every company needs a bank to help them do these services. So there's a kind of a steady revenues and cash flows coming into this business. Individuals aren't making sort of million bonuses in this area, but it's certainly um, kind of a utility side of banking. Transaction banking isn't new. Other banks have been doing this for a while, like J.P. Morgan and Citigroup and European banks, too. Owen explains why Goldman is getting into this now. Well, uh, this goes back to David Solomon, and he's the, the CEO, and he kind of looked at the business and thought, you know, we are industry leaders in the really highly profitable and and high risk-taking parts of investment banking, which is great in the good times, but every now and then we have fallow periods, we have big blow-ups from the risk side, and so we need a kind of counterweight to that. So this is something they launched in the States a couple of years ago. They brought it out in London last year, and now they're doing the same across the EU, looking to expand into Amsterdam and eventually grow into uh, Japan as well and looking to take on Asian customers. Owen Walker is the FT's European banking correspondent. Some entrepreneurs never really go away. They just reinvent themselves. Take Travis Kalanick. The co-founder of Uber was ousted from that company five years ago under multiple scandals. Since then, he's been quietly building up a food and delivery business across Latin America called Cloud Kitchens. It operates so-called dark kitchens that make food only for delivery apps. The FT's Dave Lee has been digging into Kalanick's new venture, and he joins me now. Hi, Dave. Hey, Mark. 
so Dave, the way I understand it is that it's it's actually very hard to find out about Kalanick's new venture. There's barely any press. Kalanick has never spoken about this. Employees are, are banned from talking to the press. Why all the secrecy? Well, the people I've spoken to who worked closely with Kalanick at Cloud Kitchens and some that came with him from Uber, you know, they say that he's just incredibly paranoid. He's really worried that what happened to Uber, where he was forced out by the company's board, in response to a huge wave of negative press coverage about sexual harassment issues at the company and, and other sort of big managerial failings, he's worried that the same kind of scrutiny at this new company could see similar problems for him. And in fact, you know, every single person I spoke to who'd worked at Cloud Kitchens, the, the word I kept hearing was paranoid, you know, paranoid, paranoid, paranoid was every tone under every meeting, tone under every strategy for, for expanding the company. It's all just about making sure that they can expand with as little attention as possible, both from avoiding the press, but also, you know, they want to avoid competition in these in these markets as well. But it, it hasn't been so quiet as to not get investment. Cloud Kitchen got a big, big round of funding from Microsoft, right? Yes, although under another sort of veil of secrecy, there, there was a funding round for Cloud Kitchens in November, uh, a very large one, $850 million. That valued Cloud Kitchens at $15 billion, which is, you know, it's, it's quite incredible that Kalanick has kind of done it again, as it were, with another hugely successful startup. And even then, we didn't know who was involved. And we were able to discover recently through a couple of sources that Microsoft was, was part of that round. And so even even though they are attracting this kind of investment, the kind of investment that every other company out here would be shouting from the rooftops as being a huge achievement, uh, Kalanick says, no, no, thank you. We'll just, we'll just keep that as quiet as possible. So Dave, tell me about this business, Cloud Kitchens. What does it do and how successful has it been so far? So, you know, he's been building this up in the US and also now in Latin America over the past couple of years. He's done a couple of acquisitions to bring in some of these kitchen locations and put them under his company. Uh, and they now have around 70 of these warehouses spread across eight countries, Brazil, Colombia, Mexico, several others. Uh, and that's enough for about 1,800 of these individual kitchens, capitalizing on what's been something of a, an e-commerce boom in the region. As well as preparing the food, uh, they've also got this kind of side business, which they call in Pick and Pack. That's operating in Colombia, Brazil, and, and Mexico. And Pick and Pack is uh, using some of the space in those warehouses not being used for cooking to store convenience goods, pet foods, over-the-counter medicines, even sex toys sending out to the local community because they can be ordered through those apps as well. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's the next phase, put it this way, the next phase of Travis Kalanick's entrepreneurship. Can this venture be successful if Kalanick is the public face of it, or is he too much of a liability? There's two things that, that are clearly apparent. Travis Kalanick is obviously an incredibly gifted entrepreneur. He knows how to build uh, innovative companies in new areas, particularly areas where you know regulations are yet to be written or are fuzzy and so forth. And he did it with Uber, and he seems to be doing it again with Cloud Kitchens. On the flip side of that, he does seem to have these personality tendencies where he's very untrusting of people. He has a very close-knit uh, circle of decision-makers and advisors. That, you know, there's no publicly disclosed board of Cloud Kitchens, and I'm told that you know, most major decisions are made by Kalanick and maybe one or two other people. And so that tendency to keep things close to his chest, that's 
being seen by several people who work with him as, as a negative for the company. It's creating a culture of secrecy that is actually hindering the, the growth of the company. Dave Lee is a San Francisco correspondent for the Financial Times. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Mark. Before we go, we've got a deal for you. We're offering half off a standard subscription to FT.com. So for £159, you'll get access to the best business and financial journalism around for a whole year. Just go to FT.com slash briefing sale. Again, that's FT.com slash briefing sale. We've also got a link to that in the show notes. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.